and we are back with Spot Dodge, a Nintendo podcast where every single week we react to the latest Nintendo news and talk about the games we are playing. With me here today is John Frisha and Greg Vargas. How you guys doing? You sound a little Splendid, loud. my guy. I'm too loud? I don't know. What do you think, Greg? I don't know. Brett says I can't hear anything on the podcast correctly, <laughs> so well, it sounds okay to me. Maybe Let me well, just... maybe it was only loud when Brett was speaking enthusiastically, similarly yeah. to how my volume doubles when I get enthusiastic. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> can can you do me a favor, is... Brett, and speak in your normal, depressed, sad boy tone? Yeah, it sounds like this. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but I um, I like I purposely tried to talk quieter for that intro. I don't know if it was noticeable, but I I actually was thinking about it. Uh, but let me go ahead and turn the sensitivity uh, down well, a little actually, bit. Hold up, I I actually did have my volume pretty loud. Honestly, that was probably it. <laughs> Hang on. I think you're probably good. Do I sound way better now? Uh, sound the same to I me. I think my mic was on the wrong one. I think I was uh, on my headphones on accident. <laughs> well whatever uh, i i think we're gonna be okay all right let's just start anyway. over <laughs> one, one day we'll one day we'll fin. no nah, let's just let it run one day we'll figure out this podcast thing <laughs> one day it's only been like a year and a half yeah it's like they say that they say the 200th week week is the charm we're gonna hit our stride <laughs> i thought we were gonna hit our stride so long ago it turns out it's never gonna happen never we hit a ever. stride we've we've hit a stride we've strode we 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 had we to strode a little in. bit back whenever we were live streaming. We we started to strode a little, but not much nowadays. All right, guys, this is Spot Dodge. We talk about Nintendo news and other gaming related topics every single week. We got plenty of great news to talk about. Starting off with a leak that happened, well, a so-called leak that happened over on Reddit. A lot of it's really interesting. Some of it is a little unbelievable, but I'm not really sure. John, why don't you like give me your thoughts on it? Actually, just just run down the list if you don't mind, because I'm I just <laughs> I just got food from my wife. <laughs> oh, that's a good reason. Uh, yeah. Let me let me refresh myself here. Okay, so um, a leaker dude who's going by the name on Reddit of the real I'm a hero too, and I guess usually his name would be I'm a hero or I'm a hero too or something. He's leaked, uh, I forget, he's he's accurately leaked some stuff in the past. Maybe it was Atlas stuff. And uh, now he's come back with, like, a bazillion rumors all at once of, like, varying levels of believability. So he's got stuff on Switch 2. He's got stuff on Final Fantasy. He's got stuff on Sega and Persona and Atlas. Um, I guess starting with Switch 2, he says dev kits have been here a while he says he can verify it is backwards compatible with a few games tested uh there's some new cartridge <laughs> yeah yeah whatever that means a few games tested there's a new cartridge type and a new camera feature uh allegedly final fantasy 7 remake is in development for switch 2 and that it runs akin to a playstation 5 game and what? it might it might even be a launch game. There's so. no way Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake is running at 60 frames on the next Switch in the same fidelity as the PS5 version. Yeah, like, honestly, I'd even just be wondering about the load times, if it can even, like, do load times similar to a PlayStation 5. I don't know. So, Unless you know, obviously like 500 bucks. <laughs> yeah, right. Nah. <laughs> Which doesn't strike me as likely. I, I can, think I uh, can uh, picture 400, honestly, 400, like for the next yeah. Switch. Especially know, because SSD Nintendo's never way. moved the prices on these things. Yeah, Greg. Uh, what what was the uh, 
what's been the like most expensive switch or uh nintendo console like to date like just switch uh, over yeah cool. three accounting for 350 yeah but That's... accounting for like um what's it called what? inflation <laughs> yeah inflation is is switch <laughs> oled still the most expensive like compared to whatever like the n64 was or the snes uh, i don't know I'd, I'd have to I'm look gonna, it up i'm gonna just casually say yes without any citations it's okay. a big number so yeah that works but <laughs> uh more stuff this guy is claiming uh let's see here so Final Fantasy IX Remake, which was leaked by the huge NVIDIA leak years ago. He claims that that was intended for summer 2024, but now it needs more polishing, and so they're holding on to it. Um, a, a big alleged spoiler for Final, Se- Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which is the sequel to Remake. He says a new protagonist will set up part three. No more elaboration on what that means. Uh... Final Fantasy X Remake slash Ten Three has a skeleton crew, and it is not making it for Final Fantasy X's anniversary. Again, Final Fantasy Ten Three, so a brand new game in the Ten series. Allegedly, yeah, that'd that be was, really cool. That honestly. was that. Yeah, I, I I could go for it. Like I remember I'm, almost nothing from those games anymore, but I'd play it. <laughs> I wonder where this stuff comes from because that sounds like stuff that somebody like infiltrated their Slack. And is right. like just a fly in the wall, like observing people talk about all these things, especially being yeah. that like to know something, how big a, a skeleton crew team is to, that's working on yeah. a, a game that's not going to hit a deadline. That just seems right. weird. Right. To me. And plus just the breadth of like different developers of alleged leaks here. Like I like I'm only halfway through. There's still Sega and Atlas stuff. So the guy, the guy is saying. Another Sonic of some sort is coming next year, along with uh, a Jet Set Radio, a new Comic Zone, and a new Guardian Heroes. Uh, says Persona 6 is further out than what he thought, that it's um, probably not coming out in 2024. Um, allegedly, the theme of Persona 6 is black and white. Mm. Not to be confused with Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this is another leak I'd heard about. Maybe this guy was just the source of that leak, too. So, like, I can't even say he's corroborating things. It could be a guy repeating his own stuff. But he says another Persona game uh, is in the works that it's a party game. And hmm. I remember that leaks claiming that, like, all the Persona series protagonists were going to be in some party game that would involve, like, shooting and stuff. Very weird. Huh. Um, and... Yeah. I think I could picture though they love their spinoffs with Persona. Yeah, that I could buy actually, and I think that's it. So yeah, this guy's just casually making these enormous claims about Nintendo, Square, and Sega slash Atlas. All I gotta say is, if it's backwards compatible, perfect. Also, <laughs> yeah. if all we have to worry about gimmick wise is it having a camera, perfect. That's all I need. <laughs> Nothing else, Nintendo. No weird flangle dangles or twister pops, whatever you're going to add to this controller. I don't want it on it. I just want it to be a normal console. What if so? If it's oh, go ahead, Greg. No, I was going to say so. If it's a new cartridge type and it's backwards compatible, are we going to assume that the backwards compatible means digital only? Mm, I forgot about that. Well, so like, all right, so my memory is already fuzzy, but then. DS games and 3DS games, they're not the same, but they're like kind of similar sized, right? Yeah, the yeah, 3DS ones the had that little same. 
yeah lip yeah so like that's that's kind of the theory that maybe they'll do that again with switch 2 that would be the ideal scenario definitely Um, yeah obviously we're dealing in like rumors and speculation and just copious mountains of salt so like (laughs) who who can say but yeah that would be awesome yeah i would say like three three forty nine would be my guess as to like because that, well, OLED's that's already like, 3.9. Right. That's why a lot of people think that this thing will just be 400. I don't know. I think they'll drop the price of the OLED to like 299. We'll have. So, like, cascade all of them to a price drop. You say? Yeah. I honestly think they'll keep it. They'll, they'll keep it 350, but they're not going to keep uh, producing more. I, th- I think yeah. they'll just stop producing OLEDs. And, and then the, yeah. the, and the new switch will be either 350 or 400. Because wasn't that yeah. the same way with like I, like I know they just announced that Super Mario version of the Switch, the mm-hmm. all red one with a Mario like emblem on it, mm-hmm. and that already seems like very end of the 3ds 2ds run where they had like the Yoshi version, they had the Majora's Mask one, they had like so many different variations. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this we're we're in that we're we're in the end game now. <laughs> Yeah, as you fade away to nothing. Definitely, like the, the, they are probably going to keep like throwing random things at the wall, like the Kirby edition, the Splatoon edition, the Zelda edition version two. I don't know. And they literally only change the color and put like one sticker on the side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least mine's worked but, as possible. But I could just I, hear Mary now being so pissed off for the uh, the Tears of the Kingdom version, yeah. and they couldn't yeah. do that for the Tears of the Kingdom version, but it looks shitty design. <laughs> But Brett, what if they finally reveal Switch Two and it's just that old toy, the Bop It? Bop oh it. my God! Twist it, Bop it, spin it. it. <laughs> yeah. But it. it costs four hundred dollars. Oh my God! This time around, <laughs> Mario will have you bopping it, twisting it, pulling <laughs> and it, pop and dropping it, dropping it. <laughs> yeah. Twerk with your know. family and friends. <laughs> Jerk it, uh, spin it, <laughs> spit on it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry guys. Bend over. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, this is a family-friendly show. Totally. Not really. Not at all. Sure, I, it is. Please don't don't think it is because it's definitely not. But yeah, Children, um... gather around. I found a delightful new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta come, be honest. Come church though... youth group. Come in. <laughs> uh... Even though um, Final Fantasy 16 sucked, I still mm-hmm. really am excited for 7 2, or like 7 Remake 2, whatever it's called. Rebirth. And 10 really intrigues me. But I mean, okay. 9, sorry. Oh, and 10. I, I, I forgot. They're <laughs> hypothetically, 10, but... you'd enjoy those. You're not going to play them, but hypothetically. Yeah. So with 9, <laughs> though, I, I'm definitely like 9 is on my list of like games I really want to play soon. And okay. I definitely want to play that before the remake because I made a big mistake of not playing seven before seven remake, like actually beating seven, understanding seven. Like I played it when I was a kid, but I didn't like know what the hell was going on half the time. <laughs> like, but I, I wish I would have actually played all the way through the original seven right before remake, because I, it kind of adds a whole bunch of context that you, that I think helps with that remake that like, yeah, make that, that makes the experience greater. Um, mm. And I still, and I, I kind of had the opposite experience because I played seven after seven remake and it was like cool experiencing it the original way after watch, like after playing the remake. Um, right. 
So with nine, I actually want to play the original first. I doubt they're going to do this whole multiverse thing like they did with seven remake, but I still want to like know the original, you know? Yeah. Well, see, you might be able to get away with not playing it because I get the feeling that this is going to be like a Super Mario RPG remake situation where they just printed it up and that's it. Yeah. And it's still like the same combat, like just with a a bunch of quality of life enhancements, like better load times and stuff. Yeah, I hope so. Because like that. Like if you if you if you think about it like size and scope wise, like nine is not a smaller game than seven. It's all fantasy, but it's still a huge adventure that goes on for like hours and hours and hours. And there's mm-hmm. no way they're doing another like three plus part saga for nine. So there was like whatever rumor was out there about this game was saying that it was more akin to just like souped up graphics. So that's okay. what I'm expecting here. Then yeah, yeah, then maybe I won't play the original because then yeah. that would be good to actually yeah. experience the. But well, I, like one thing that scares me is like any writing changes and stuff. You know, I hate mm. that. So I hope right. that there's. Is <laughs> well, I don't I don't even know the story the, of nine. Is it, there anything that it, could be controversial? Uh, not really. It's it's a really good story, but I don't recall anything that had like big censorship or like just got under the wire or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff though. Yeah. Nice. But. I, I have no idea what the deal is with this alleged Final Fantasy X remake, if that's a thing. Like, I, I have no idea. So it's a X remake and ten three as well? I have no idea. Like, this okay. could just be a guy being crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, this could all be <laughs> like... nothing. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. yeah. There's been rumors and, like, talks of a ten three for, like, I think over a decade. <laughs> if it's happening now, cool, but I don't know. Yeah. Any, any thoughts about an, an, another Sonic coming next year? I feel like it's a little too I mean, soon. Like I feel like yeah, unless feel... it's another like smaller project, like right, um, like Superstars or whatever it's called, right? Or or if it's just like another like random ass thing, like like Mario and Sonic at the Olympics, like something yeah. like that. Yeah. Just, you know, that's kind well, of they, what I'm expecting. Well, don't they? Yeah, because aren't the Olympics coming up here? The Summer Olympics. Oh. Yeah, be right. no, go away for a not long the time. summer. Not the summer. What's the what's the next one? It's. I don't know. No, I don't, know I don't anything go about to the it. Olympics. Yeah, I don't have any medals. I don't have any medals. <laughs> I'm not Kurt Angle. Yeah, Paris so, 2024. So I guess it could be a Sonic and Mario at the Olympics game. Maybe. So this is not Nintendo related, but any thoughts on apparently developers having a PS5 Pro dev kit and how this could spin out? Because, I mean... PlayStation right now is dominating Xbox when it comes to hardware sales. And I feel like this is actually a smart move for PlayStation because now they have the the power game complete. Like, the, like they have the most powerful console. And Xbox already said it's not doing a more powerful Xbox. Like, like it's not doing like a half step right now, mm-hmm. which, which I think is kind of a mistake. But I think that they have a lot of consoles that they're still trying to sell through. So I, I don't know. Um, it's just really interesting to me because... PlayStation's just gonna keep dominating, I think, this gen. Like I'm actually this this might sound crazy, but I'm actually kind of worried for Xbox because of how bad hardware sales are. Like apparently it's trailing behind Xbox One. And I remember them saying that Xbox One was like a huge blunder. So it's 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 trailing behind Xbox One, but I think it's it's ahead of Xbox 360 which lifetime sales Xbox 360 like obliterated Xbox One like not even close. So it's yeah. like diff- it's like performance over different timetables. 
So like mm-hmm. if you only compare it to Xbox One across its whole like lifespan, then like yeah, it kind of looks concerning. But like big picture wise, I guess series uh, like the series series, which is a stupid phrase, but grammatically accurate. <laughs> um, I think it's actually doing okay. It's just it's just like PlayStation's yeah. trouncing it. I know that their gaming revenue is up really high. Like they're they're like a few billion i think behind sony but it's not like as Hmm. big of gap as it used to be in terms of gaming Hmm. revenue i think i remember reading something about that so that could be so they're making money in terms of like game pass and selling games and all that stuff Hmm. i'm also curious (laughs) sorry i keep this another thing about xbox um (laughs) where starfield lands like sales wise because it is just gonna ask you it's on game pass but there's a lot of steam players out there it has like a physical launch i'm assuming like a disc that some yeah. people who were stuck in 2008 will purchase and <laughs> i'm just really curious like sales wise how's, how's this game gonna do if it's available on like their their uh, game pass because this is without a doubt their biggest game to ever launch on game pass i think it has to be probably has to yeah. Be, yeah like i mean I it's mean, one of the biggest games ever made in general yeah like this <laughs> is the next skyrim potentially like it's yeah it should it's be it's huge so well, i've uh, seen like a lot of people that you know just just in the the communities and gaming sphere that i follow and reddit and all that junk like this is the first time that i've seen people go out and buy a series console just to play starfield yeah i've actually and seen a lot, that a lot surprisingly a lot a lot of people that have like i i saw one on tiktok that was like uh all right guys i'm here i i've never been an xbox gamer and uh this is my first xbox that i've ever purchased and it's just for starfield and then another one that i follow bale lover she does a lot of like different uh retro games and stuff but she has a ps5 but bought a series s because you know the performance in starfield and she's playing starfield now and even for me like I ha- i've had it preloaded on pc i just don't want to fork over the money outside of game pass to play early that's the spirit it's only 35 yeah. bucks right i mean that's that that's right. that's 35 bucks that's a yeah. actually 33 t-shirts I think. full ticket gas <laughs> that's one t-shirt <laughs> it's two t-shirts for me oh okay but depends on if the t-shirt was made here or internationally i gotta yeah. say though <laughs> sorry um xbox's whole like play five days early and pay us is like so smart like they're getting yeah. they're and essentially so selling the game <laughs> they're selling the game even though it's on a, a, a service that people have like and yes i know it's only 33 dollars or something but they're still actually getting money from me and not just I'm I'm not just playing it on the subscription service. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's really I almost smart. gave into that FOMO though. Like and I and I thought exactly the same thing because the other piece to that of their marketing campaign was to give it to streamers early and to opt in for you know that I, I don't know if it's like a Bethesda creator or or if it's just for Starfield, but I know like a lot of streamers had it even before the early access unlocked and a lot of people were like Oh my god, this looks so crazy! Even just doing like you know ship customizations and things like that, and even that for me was almost moving me to buy it. And then I was like, no, I'm I'm too cheap. <laughs> well, what's cool though <laughs> is as a consumer, I don't really see it as I'm paying to play it early because you're paying for the future expansion pack, like the expand the story expansion, and then you're just getting access to the game early. So I just feel like I'm I'm. I'm paying in advance for something I'm going to play anyway, 
And as a bonus, I get to play the game five days early. That's how I see it. That's fair. If you actually plan to play all of it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, this game... I mean, I'll save it for what we're playing. This game is freaking mm. good. Like, it is actually really good and i know everyone saw it coming from a mile away brett loves the xbox game it's an xbox exclusive no i'm telling you it's a really good game and the story is like the better version of horizon forbidden for uh horizon yeah forbidden west it's similar there's like a similarity but it's like a better scenario it's hard to explain i can't i don't want to spoil anything that's fair but yeah Anything, anything else on that leak list that you guys want to do discuss before we moved on? Persona I Six. Should... I mean, I'm fine with that because we're getting Persona Three in like a few months, like February. Yeah, I think. yeah. I mean, yeah. For we're we're already used to not having new Persona games. So... Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, the further, the like, the longer it takes, the more of an event it's going to be. You know. Right. Yeah. And I mean, again, like. Persona 5 was announced back in uh, 2015, I think. I thought it was earlier than that. 2014? I don't know. It was that first uh, chair teaser. Remember right, that? Right. <laughs> it was... Yeah, that's what I thought. No, it was announced in 2013. 13? Holy yes. crap. I did not realize it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was delayed a lot. Like, you got to remember, it was a PlayStation 3 game as well. Yeah, true. <laughs> so yeah so that's the kind of timetable i expect for persona 6 especially if we're likely dealing with a new creative team because again everyone that made the last three that was like major deal creative people they're all working on metaphor reef Fantasio. yeah which looks awesome god i can't mm-hmm. wait for that game yeah so we shall see and also yeah, to clarify I, real quick to clarify from like 10 minutes ago i actually forgot to even mention that allegedly square has these ps5 pro kits so when when brett started talking about for that 10 minutes straight that's where he got that from (laughs) Uh, my Um, only thing was going to be that uh switch if there's a a new switch model um you know just looking at how far we've come even with dlss in the time frame mm -hmm. so now nvidia i think the 4000 series cards are running dlss three and at the time when it was first discussed about the switch and like you know using maybe potentially in the future this this new technology um it was only in its like like infancy it was like dlss one and so i think if 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 it is running close to a ps5 game there's a possibility that it's utilizing some of this technology stuff's gotten cheaper uh over the years there's more hardware materials to build you know future graphics cards or apus or even ssds for the switch too Mm. or whatever it is so i could potentially see it running you know games that that look look like ps5 games with with some caveats right that's a good point and for those listening who don't know dlss stands for dos yeah that's exactly what it's doing. <laughs> <laughs> deep um, learning. Isn't it deep learning super sampling? Uh, that sounds right. I yeah. think that's what it is. Uh, yep, yep. Deep learning super sampling. This or is random, dose. but still whenever I watch trailers of Mario Wonder, something about it looks more crisp than your typical Switch game, if that makes any <laughs> sense. Like, is it running at okay. just a 
like 1080 but like some super sampling going on i don't know but it looks great to me in my opinion yeah i guess we'll probably find out the soon. S- smoother maybe the anti-aliasing yeah, something but it looks great like nintendo just kills it with visuals even with mm-hmm. inferior hardware <clears throat> now next up on the docket mario voice uh, john you do this again because you were really following this stuff i yeah well i i don't have the exact quote now but okay so charles martinet he was at the yeah he was at the galaxy con in austin texas i guess uh maybe a couple days ago i think uh something like that It, it was recent regardless whenever it was and uh so they asked him about the usual suspects and whatnot, and so they asked him what the deal is with his now being the Mario ambassador. And he said, quote, something along the lines of, yeah, I don't know what that is yet. I'm not retired, as <laughs> it were, as I don't know uh, how, but I I am an ambassador, and as we step forward into the future, I will learn, we'll all learn what exactly that is. <laughs> But in the meantime, you'll know I'll be ambassading as I always <laughs> as I always am. I'm always an ambassador of Nintendo and Mario. So that's uh, funny. Yeah. So Martinet does not know what a, a Mario ambassador is. Apparently, I, nobody does. I I gotta say though, before we get into that, the thing that rubs me the wrong way is the fact that he's not even retiring. Why is he being replaced? Right. Like yeah. I thought that maybe he was retiring, so that's why he was replaced, but something else is at play. I don't know. Yeah, no, this is so far, this is playing out exactly the way I felt it was, which is that basically Nintendo set him out to pasture and like this is his little consolation prize, and now he'll be Subway Jared for Nintendo, and nobody knows what Mario Ambassador actually is, but that's just what they're saying to try to save face and try to like not hurt their relationships with him and the fans so it's just i don't know the whole thing feels like a mess to me and this still feels like a power play of like well it's another reggie situation where they don't want anyone caring too much about one person because they want the emphasis on their video games forever so they recast so every voice just to make sure that martin a isn't that important yes so that's that my honestly what is it? that actually what you just said <laughs> sounds very spot on except yeah. the except the part where you use jared fogel as an example that does not <laughs> sound spot on to me <laughs> yeah but that's the vibe i, I don't know that that just like doesn't jive with for me with the you know like everything that i've grown to naively understand japanese culture like it doesn't seem respectful i guess maybe it's because he's a westerner that he's yeah. no longer considered for the part but it's like it's hard to imagine that a a person of that caliber who is generally just seems like a good individual and has multiple talents. I think you sent something, John, where he was speaking in, in different languages. I saw part of that interview yeah, you sent where he was doing it in Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, I, I don't understand why, why you would, you know, sunset this dude. And, you know, you, it, it just feels weird. It feels, mm-hmm. and especially being that this was days ago that he was at this con in Austin and PAX is going on, and the first Nintendo Live event is going on. It's like he totally got shunned from that, or what? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't well, know either. But and this stinks. 
Something gross <laughs> is afoot. That's how I feel about it. It's just... Yeah. It's I'm... yucky. I don't like it. Yeah. That's why I joke that whenever this video finally comes out of him with Miyamoto, that it's going to be like Poochie in The Simpsons. Where it's <laughs> like they're, they're going to start letting Martinet talk, and then it just cuts away and says that he died on the way back to his planet or something. Jesus. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know, but... I just I'm I'm wondering if they'll announce like the next voice actor at that thing and like he'll also be in it like with Martinet. I I think Doug Bowser actually was just quoted as saying that like you'll find out who the voice actors are when the game comes out. What? Like, why? What... Like they so really weird. don't want anyone to get any shine. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's genuinely it. Like I don't think they want anybody to care who the voices are. That's it's what so they want. Silly. Yeah. I don't like it. It's bizarre. Yeah. But. yeah, it's like they could have done something memorable. They could have done something like him passing Cappy on to the <laughs> next one person. Something yeah. like, like, yeah. Do they? <clears throat> I how could they not know how much Martinet has has influenced or impacted generations? When we're, you know, multiple media outlets are talking about it. There's people that talk about it. Him in videos that have done interviews that did. I remember that one that that has like the uh, old school TV where he talks about how he went into his first Mario interview. It became the part and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that article said he did, uh, what was it? Like 170 something video games as Mario. Yeah. It's Some insane. It's a lot. crazy number. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, how, how could you not as Nintendo, even if you don't want to, you know, bring attention to this person over the brand, like, come on, there's gotta be somebody saying, you know hey like this person is very important outside of his role of of just voicing mario give him something more give him a respectable death a viking's death yeah you you want them to kill Mar- charles martinet on camera yes you heard it here first <laughs> <laughs> jesus uh, yeah, well again like when you said about like literally like passing cappy like that would be awesome and I think that's also the antithesis of what Nintendo wants. They want to shoot Cappy in the face so there can be no <laughs> passing. That there was never yeah. was a passing. They don't want you to even know or care that anybody did anything. That's yeah, the they, vibe I get. They want us to think that Mario actually exists. Like he's his own thing. And it's not yeah. someone behind the mask. It's just Mario. <laughs> it's like, I don't uh, know. we know the Easter and, Bunny's not real. We know that Santa's not real. And we know that Mario has a voice actor behind his name. <laughs> yeah i mean at least i think the one silver lining of everything is that i'm pretty sure martin a is still the voice everybody hears at super nintendo world yeah I hope yeah so. like i think even in like in japan i think they play his voice why wouldn't they just put him on like a perpetual like residency at those locations even that would have been yeah. a lot more respectful like 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 Tar- britney spears in vegas like- yeah <laughs> like give him a charles martin a day and like make that like you know, someday other than Mario Day, put it in May or something and let him go meet people and sign autographs and shit. Like, you're not, you can't tell me that more people would not come to the park if he was there, like yeah. on a given day. That's true. And if you do it in May, like you suggested, then you call it, call it Charles Martin May. Yeah. Oh, see, hire me as your marketing go. director. Charles Martin Day as well. Oh, oh. shit. <laughs> limitless marketing potential but instead it's just going to be like a nintendo direct where they're like oh no looks like charles ate a poison mushroom (laughs) 
<laughs> Bye, Charles. Yeah. And then he's gone they, forever. They, oh, just, no. they, they just show him shrinking out of existence. He's gone. Yeah. Then Miyamoto just shrugs his shoulders. <laughs> yeah. And smiles. And then we're like, ah, oh, I already forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all wow. right next up on the docket is the spyro reignited trilogy sold 10 million units that's a lot that's a yeah. lot for a spyro game at least i think so i did not expect yeah. that where's and i still sequel? see people streaming it where's really? the sequel for this because crash, all the time crash actually had a, had like a new game before they shut down that studio <laughs> now which well, studio did this one this was toys for bob or was that crash Spyro Reignited Trilogy was Toys for Bob. And okay. uh, then they they also did Crash Bandicoot 4. Okay, so yeah, they did Spyro Trilogy, then Crash 4. And they, the company that did um, the Crash Trilogy and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater is still a thing like as, a, as its own entity, right? Because Toys for Bob is gone now, like dead. Uh well I no I don't think Toys for Bob is dead I think they're just oh they're just on, on Call, Call of Duty, Duty. Yeah, okay yeah, yeah my bad it was it was the uh yeah it was the the Tony Hawk people that got absorbed into Blizzard okay it's such a shame because very weird there were such high quality games like I I don't know I yeah. I'm I'm actually wondering how much they sold because I feel like those games probably sold pretty good just not the standard that Activision was was looking for. Uh, you mean like Crash 4? Crash 4, Spyro yeah. Trilogy, and uh, well, Tony Hawk's Pro Skate. Like all the games that are all, so all those remakes. And, according, and to, according to Wikipedia, which is never wrong, Tony Hawk's mm-hmm. Pro Skater 1 and 2 was the fastest selling game in the franchise, selling a million okay. copies in the first And then they weeks. shut down the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Or they didn't shut them down, my bad. But they're they're not making uh, their own game. Vicarious Visions, yeah, they were absorbed. Vicarious Visions, that's, that's what I was trying yeah. to think of. Yeah. Now, Crash Bandicoot 4, I think that was a game that never sold well because everyone bought the the trilogy remake for nostalgia's sake, but then nobody yeah. wanted to bother playing a new one, even if it was really good. And apparently yeah, it was really that's good. That's a shame. I'm, yeah. I'm just waiting for it to be on uh, Game Pass, honestly. Like, I'm going to play it. I've been look, I've been eyeing it, but <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's not pay for you good, just, you know? Yeah, yeah. You, you don't want to, like... <laughs> support it. Like, no. Yeah, you don't want to support the studio. <laughs> you just want to play it. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. But uh, we're going to be back right after this break. Have you played Borderlands? One and a little bit of two, and then I stopped. Took the John Frisher route and said, I don't like this. I quit. <laughs> yeah, I got go. really far into two, and then I actually hit a wall because it was too difficult, and I didn't feel like level grinding, so I just stopped. I was just trying yeah. to like main mainline it, and I couldn't. So I was, I was actually playing it at five frames per second on Vita. <laughs> <laughs> Looter I'm shooters, not- I don't know. It... I, I would rather play a Metroidvania or a, a, an RPG over like a looter shooter. Mm. Nice. Well, speaking of that, I guess we'll just go right into it. Borderlands 3 is coming to Nintendo Switch. So good for Borderlands fans. I actually thought, I'm, I remember thinking because they brought all the other games to Switch, whenever this one got announced, I was kind of like, well, that's kind of lame that they brought all the other ones to Switch and then they didn't bring this one over. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's cool that they they're finally doing it. I'm assuming it just took longer because of the switch hardware. They yeah. 
they must have had a reason like uh, the other borderlands games i'm assuming sold pretty well on switch so that's good in the right, movie sitting somewhere in limbo yeah yeah and um pretty bad uh, what's their names who purchased them uh who who, who purchased gearbox again oh they're escaping uh, my name is it embracer, embracer. yeah embracer mm. uh they also recently put out or they're going to be putting out this like super borderlands bundle that comes with like every single game all the dlc including all the spinoffs except it doesn't include the latest game uh, tiny tina's wonderlands which is pretty lame um but it has like tales from the borderlands one and two borderlands one two three and the pre-sequel and all the dlc for every game i think it's like 60 bucks but if you own like portions they'll they give you like a discount which is cool that's wild yeah so that's cool for borderlands fans i'm not super into borderlands so i probably won't be playing this but it's cool it's coming to switch more games on switch Next up, speaking of Embracer, isn't the same the same owner? I think Saints Row. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I'm not up too up to date on my Saints Row. Uh, so Deep, Deep Silver, Silver is owned is by of a Fly On. Oh, Play On. Oh, never mind. I'm stupid. So yeah. Never <laughs> oh, mind. About but that. but but uh they were acquired by Embracer. Oh coming back around, <laughs> Brett is right again. <laughs> That's funny. Um so yeah, two two Embracer things. They shut down Volition, very long long uh history studio that has been around for quite a while. And before they were Volition, they were named something else, but it was like essentially the same company, right? Yeah, I think they've apparently, been yeah. volition for a long time though. Yeah, apparently yeah, since ninety three. Yeah. So they did they did thirty years and then they were crushed. By Embracer, which we all <laughs> saw coming. Like literally everyone on earth saw whenever Embracer started buying a hundred different things. That's not even exaggerating, a hundred different things or more. <laughs> um they bought knew Lord that of it the wasn't rings. Yeah, like Lord what? of the Rings. <laughs> It wasn't going to end well, and that's exactly what's happening because video game costs are way up. Everything's way more expensive to make. People don't want to buy games anymore. They want to play live service games. Well, that's not completely true. I'm just exaggerating now. But, <laughs> you know, they suck. All right? They suck. <laughs> We're going to see more and more stuff die. They need to sell off the rights. Get Tomb Raider out of there. Go ahead and give it to Xbox. Give it to Microsoft because... They do not need Tomb Raider, all right? They do not need to be shutting down studios. If they shut down Crystal Dynamics after they're done with, um, what's it called? Uh, the Xbox game they're working on. Perfect Dark? Yeah, Perfect Dark. That's going to piss me off. And then they're going to hand it to someone else or something. Or they'll just sell the IP. I, I, don't, I don't know what this company's doing. But everyone and their mother knew that this, was, this is how it was going to end when they started <laughs> buying everything. So weird because didn't Volition do, there was like that Saint, Saints Row knockoff game that came out. Like not too long ago, Agents of Mayhem. Agents of Mayhem, yeah, yeah. I bought yeah, that recently. They did that, I think. But it's like it's not bad. It's so weird to like. I know, but it, it it's so weird to like. It seems like they were forced to do that game. Then they did the latest Saints Row, and it which just bombed. performed well, it, awful. Yeah, I, I think it sold pretty good initially because I remember them making an announcement saying that they were like they're happy with sales, but I don't think it had much of a long 
tail because you know the reception wasn't very good so like who's who's gonna buy a game like once they know that it's, it's kind of crappy mm-hmm. yeah and speaking of that game it's actually free on P- playstation plus this month so hooray Ooh. for them even though wow. they're all gone now yeah i'm sure yeah. everyone's going wild for it yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's a good game for plus like that's the type of game that i would want on playstation plus not a game that i'm for sure gonna play or buy you know like but a game that i'm cost like i'm i'm curious about but brett mm-hmm. bought that game of course so i have it and i play a little <laughs> bit of it it was terrible <laughs> wow it wasn't terrible it was just so aggressively average like in every <laughs> possible way mm. but so yes our hearts go out to that studio hopefully they all land on their feet i think they said they're they're moving most of them around the embracer family or something like that or like they're trying to at least yeah like yeah. these studios always say they're trying to find new jobs. I mean, like Bioware, Bioware laid off what, like fifty people, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna try and move some of them to EA." Cough, cough. Yeah, like, probably not happening. Yeah. Speaking of Bio, I mean, where's Mass Effect? Come on, bring it back! Hurry up! What is taking so long? Uh, no, but uh, do you remember when they had the? Oh, they gall? are kind of doing a Dragon Age game. That's true. <laughs> but do you remember whenever they had the gall? To make an announcement that Mass Effect was in development, like they wanted a pat on the back or something. <laughs> I don't. I I hate whenever developers do that. Like Grand Theft Auto Six is in development. Well, I'd fucking mm-hmm. hope so. Something like that. Like, <laughs> give us give us yeah. your applause, please. Give and, us your applause. It, and it always makes it sound like. First, first off, they always do these announcements like years after you already want another game from that franchise. And then it's like years mm. later, they make an announcement that they just started development. So it just puts a sour taste in your mouth. It's like, okay, I'll, I'll see you in six years. I don't I don't yeah. need to know about it right now. Right. It's just like a, what Elder Scrolls six is like. Yeah, it's exactly. Early yeah. Development. It's yeah, just now getting in development. Yeah. After like people, we saw a title screen, what, three years ago, four years ago. Probably like four years ago. now. It was probably at least four years ago. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm looking it up now, just out of curiosity. But we can keep talking. Oh, so yeah, we'll probably okay. see it. In what, it was like announced years? E3 2018, so five years. Yeah, and I wonder what wow, that looks like too. I mean, if they have like all the concept art, if they've maybe like decided on a story, writing. I mean, shit. If early development means like early, like actual like art assets and world building and shit i don't know maybe well like it's almost certain that whatever they were doing it was like a skeleton crew skeleton crew like one guy with like a notepad and he's like hey would yeah. it be cool if and some guy I'm assuming, draws some yeah like i'm assuming a lot of the story is hopefully done like a lot of the dialogue and all that stuff maybe hopefully. you mean like writing like the, right like the not main... like performing yeah it. yeah yeah like the yeah. writing of it all like hopefully they have like concepts made they have like story like beats that they're that they want to get through mm. hopefully it's that yeah. far because i mean if not this game is literally going to be like six seven years away if it's just I mean, not started it about. probably is i mean it probably is yeah <laughs> yeah i saw i saw a random video on uh jim stephanie sterling's page and like it was talking about how uh they were writing for an upcoming game and doing dialogue trees and just seeing like one frame 
of like dialogue options and shit. I like how we're like just talking about, yeah, the writing could be done or, you know, the dialogue, but like one single conversation has like 60 outcomes and <laughs> they're just got to like break all that shit down and write all that shit and, and yes. offer yeah. responses. I cannot I mean, imagine. Yeah. I cannot. Well, I yeah. interviewed one yeah. of the guys from there from BioWare before and man, he must, he must like writing because he sure loved to talk. that's funny but Uh, yeah um anyway we can just move on to our last news topic which is the big super mario brothers wonder direct greg didn't watch it even though he's on a nintendo podcast so greg you'll have to sit on sit out of this conversation (laughs) you caught up in the past 10 minutes yeah but watch it on two times speed (laughs) um but yeah, the, the game looks great. It looks absolutely, it looks like a mind, I won't curse, a mind. An acid trip. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I yeah. think that this might be like a really special game in a very special year already. Like this year yeah. has got so this, many good games that speak to all insane. types of games. Yeah, every genre has something crazy good. It's just unbelievable yeah. this year. and. Like I've I've already said this in like multiple group chats, but like Super Mario Bros. Wonder, it looks like it could be the best 2D Mario since World, which yeah, came out in literally. like like ninety one maybe. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so, like yeah, like just everything about this game looks so good, like everything, like it does, like everything. There's so much personality to the environments. If I had to complain about one thing, it's I don't love the texturing on the character models. If I'm being super nitpicky, that is. That is very specific. Yeah. It I, I don't love it. There's something Why? about it that What's looks What's wrong with them? I, I like the animations a lot. Just the texturing looks kind of not as good as the rest of the game, in my opinion. But I mean, that's just like I said, I'm nitpicking. But everything else, drop dead gorgeous. The backgrounds, the character, like personalities, everything in the environment that's moving like all the time. It's just awesome and then we got to talk about these these wonder flowers which is like the crux of the game it seems like like it's named after this these things are wild like they change <laughs> the game there's one flower that turns it from a side scroller to like a top down game yeah like... <laughs> it's suddenly like zelda yeah it's insane like it's wild and like the perspective doesn't even change just everything on the screen like changes yeah. so that you're running like top down to the right essentially yeah yeah the the wonder flowers obviously look awesome for whatever reason i so far i'm kind of most excited about the uh i think they're called badges oh yeah the hook shot tell me all about it (laughs) (laughs) yeah like they have all these unlockables and you can equip one at a time and like some of them will like give you like clear gameplay benefits like this basically a hook shock like hook shot like you just mentioned and then there's yeah. just totally random stuff like invisibility, which yeah, like, like what? that reminds me of like when you could get like invisible in Halo and it just ma- or it made the in- enemies invisible in Halo and it just made everything worse. Like I imagine <laughs> it'll do that in Wonder as well. Like I don't see invisibility helping you that much in the grand scheme of things if you're just going to run into enemies. So like that sounds fun in like a stupid way, which is awesome. Like I just love that Nintendo approached it with this much imagination. That's going to like massively increase the replay value. Yeah, for sure. I have a feeling this this game is just going to be a joy to play, similar to how I felt mm. about Mario Odyssey. Like, where I'm smiling the yeah. whole time. Yeah, 
Yes, definitely. One yeah, thing I don't that's... like, though, <laughs> is that Yoshi is a easy mode character. I kind of just wish I could yeah. play as Yoshi in normal mode. I agree with that. Yeah. Although it is kind of amazing that Yoshi can ride Yoshi now. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and an the only thing I can ride Yoshi. The only thing I didn't like is the way Yoshi's face looks when he swallows stuff or has it in his mouth. If I was going to get super nitpicky, that's the one thing that like distracted me when I was watching the trailer. It was like, why, why is it like that? He looks like it's just weirdly animated, but everything else looks fun as hell. Mm. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm trying to think like so far, I think I kind of just like everything. Like, yeah there's so much going on like in the level design and in the environments yeah that it's it's kind of hard to even like catch everything when you're watching right. it because there's so much happening and and the environments are really pretty definitely like, I, like there's so much color like it's it's hard to explain but like even like the like the background choices it has like a sense of personality that again reminds me of super mario world what's interesting yeah, is really dense yeah yeah for sure and speaking of the colors, it's crazy that like when you look at some of these environments, they're they're literally throwing up color on the screen, and you would think it would look horrible, but somehow it works. Like it it looks good, even though there's so many colors and, and on like one screenshot of this game, it still manages to look really good. Yeah, mm -hmm. pretty magical. Uh, yeah. Some people are like a little divided on like how the multiplayer works. Yeah. Like, obviously couch co-ops couch co-op but then the online multiplayer is like everyone's kind of a ghost basically and like yeah. you can all just sort of do your own thing but you can like watch each other's character like if you're in the same level together and uh if some person dies you can revive them in, in their level which is kind of neat i guess you know yeah i don't i don't have an issue with that because you know i don't i don't play multiplayer with anybody regardless in the first place so i don't have a horse in this race but you know, I think it's nice, and uh, it looks like you can have like at least like maybe like twelve people at a time or something like yeah, because they're crazy. doing it like this. Yeah, I like that. That's different rather than like like uh, what was it like New Super Mario Brothers where you had to mm -hmm. bu bubble with someone who was yeah. with you and like that, that just got annoying. Cool, though I mean, it, yeah, it was I, it was to like a certain like party degree. Like if you're playing with a couple of people, couch co-op, and you pick it up for a couple levels. But if you wanted to play something, you know, for the longevity, you know, or come back to it, I feel like that's a better option. Is is this mm. game like real couch co-op at all? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like yeah. you you can you can be on. Okay, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm stupid. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I I'm considering like should I try and play this with like my nephew or something, or should I? just play it solo like i'm i don't want to miss out on a, a, a better experience if it's better with like playing with a friend you know yeah eh, I don't so know. it looks like it could be pretty fun playing with someone not four people or anything that was always way too much on new super Mario brothers like it was insane mm. but, but but maybe one other person i don't know maybe. between this and sonic we're gonna be eating pretty good for uh 2d games because i because i think sonic actually looks pretty good it does but it's gonna get demolished by mario now Definitely. Is it a sixty dollar <laughs> game or is it like forty or fifty? No, I think it's or, I mean 60. seventy. Sixty? Okay. So that's technically so. not full price nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> it's practically a discount. Yeah. But uh yeah, I don't know. Everything yeah. about it looks awesome. And I haven't so a bunch of like actual like video previews went up because I guess some people did play it in secret recently in I think like in New York. 
Um, and I haven't bothered watching any of those, but I think I read someone else saying like, talking about one of those videos that like somebody just did something that like some crazy secret thing that then unlocked another level. So if there's levels that are unlocked as like secret areas, like in Super Mario World, then that's that's <laughs> we're that's gonna get a Star Road. Yeah, right. Like, I'm I'm old, and I just want things that remind me of things I already like. I'm that yeah. horrible like Star Wars esque person. So <laughs> just if if they just make everything like Super Mario World, then I'll be like, my God, those geniuses—they've done it. <laughs> Well, it's like hard to think about because like, you you know, like um, <clears throat> even like Super Mario World, like I don't remember if it's like after you beat it or after you beat Star Road that all the like Koopas and the everything. Turned into, like, yeah, but like that's like in my head, like, oh, that's normal. That's part of the game. <laughs> right. But then but then if you go back and look at it with, you know, as an adult, you're like, that was fucking weird. Like, <laughs> why did they do this? And I feel that's that's kind of the same way that wonder is. It's like so completely just different that, you know, this is kind of almost similar, like you said, to to Super Mario World. So I don't know. I, I dig it. I, li I like everything about it so far, except mm -hmm. Yoshi's face. Fuck Yoshi's <laughs> face. OK, that Poor doesn't Yoshi. sound right, actually. Um... <laughs> Why not? But, because that's not <laughs> something I want to do. Um, no, but um, the game looks great. Now it's time to move on to what we're playing. Nobody wrote what they were playing except maybe John. John, you yeah, still playing? Yeah, last second I remember Core to write one 6. thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm shipping away at Armored Core Six bit by bit. Um, I think it's really good. Um, it's 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 kind of more or less become what I was expecting. Uh. It's just, I don't know, I think maybe I'm crazy. I feel like the game's kind of repetitive. That's why I can only play it like a few missions at a time. And the missions are really short in the first place. Most missions, if you're doing it right, they shouldn't last like past five minutes. You know, barring like an absurd <laughs> boss battle that then takes you like 45 minutes. That happens <laughs> as well. But like the levels themselves, you can usually beat in a few minutes each. Um, and I don't yeah. know, it just kind of feels samey to me and like, there's a ton of customization, obviously. So you can you can change from like light builds to heavy builds to like super heavy builds, and like maybe you can have one that's way more aerial or stays on the ground. And but I found that just the easiest way is just to go super heavy and equip all the most powerful, ridiculous weapons you can. Just unload everything and just sit there <laughs> like a fat slob, just like like with your you're sitting there. Give and, me all my loot. Yeah, <laughs> like. Stuff that's like pretty challenging. I just sit there in my super fat mech and just doo -doo 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 -doo. not like making like a cursory effort to move around and not get hit, but otherwise just doo -doo 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 and wait for it to die. <laughs> like, nice. That that doesn't really work on the the bosses. You do have to keep moving like a maniac on the bosses, but even with the bosses, usually the heavy build is what gets me through. And I do have a light build as well that's more fun to play as because it's way more mobile. But I find when the chips are down that like I just switch to the heavy build and things work mm -hmm. themselves out. So it is really fun, but like for me personally, the strategy that works is like the least exciting one. <laughs> yeah. One thing I I just I can't get really into like mech and like like a uh, cockpit games. Like where I feel like I'm—is that a euphemism? 
you know, but like ro- <laughs> robots of some sort or like machinery yeah. like that I'm controlling. For some reason, like with Starfield, my least favorite part is like the space battles. I'm not yeah. into them very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I try, like I've tried to get into a lot of like mech games, like that Switch one. Um, and I just, I don't know, something about them. I, I, I just, I, they're not very appealing to me and I, I suck at them. So it makes them not <laughs> as fun to me. Well, Damon X Machina on Switch was garbage. So, oh, okay. I don't know. I, well, I liked the aesthetic a lot. I think that's what, what, what like pulled me in. Is I actually liked the visuals. It was a really pretty game, but it was, was mind bogglingly repetitive. Like, it like burned my neurons. So I just quit. <laughs> like, uh, didn't like, you almost quit this as well, but you kept going? Is yeah, that what I read in the chat? Yeah. Yeah. No, was, I was so like, my controller sticks. Like, it has stick drift and the left trigger uh like sticks a little um so drift and stick i should say and like that was like really frustrating me with my melee attack and it was driving me insane on the first like super hard boss of the game named balteus and finally i just like switched away from even using the melee and that's Mm -hmm. how i was able to beat the thing nice yeah well greg what have you been playing what what do you think I've been playing? Um, have you hopped into some Starfield? Maybe some Sea of Stars? Maybe some <laughs> Star Actually, Wars? Maybe I some downloaded Star... Sea of Stars, okay. but <laughs> I've just been playing the usual. I'm actually dialing it back on Rocket League as of lately. I'm just losing interest. Maybe I'll rotate Halo back in there. I don't know. I need another yes. bigger adventure, but I think that's just because I'm waiting on Starfield, and so I'll start that when it unlocks on PC. The worst platform to play it on, according to Greg Miller, with his have you weird ass fucking rant about that, but that's whatever. <laughs> have you played that? Those are just funny, but have you played? No, um... it's not funny. You're because you're a PC gamer. That's why you don't think it's funny. It just but... comes off as ignorant and fucking stupid. It is the dumbest argument it's against so PC players. Funny because console <laughs> players have no intelligence or or anything about pc gaming when they use practically the same fucking parts and they're too stupid to build a computer so fuck you yeah, anyways go go ahead and update your drivers and your... <laughs> no but um what was i just talking about starfield oh, oh yeah have you played like a bethesda game before like extensively no okay this game's probably gonna overwhelm you because that's how that's what it seems nah. like it's doing for brett because it literally just doesn't tell you things like it doesn't tell you that looting bodies is very important. Like it just never says it. Bro was just like skipping bodies and stuff and not not picking anything up, not oh, shuffling man. out his guns, not like paying attention to like what ammo he's picking up. A bunch of stuff that's so important that just comes like second nature after you know a Bethesda game. Yeah. But they they really just don't tell you in this. Like they really don't. Yeah. There's there's other things too that I'm forgetting that they just didn't tell you. Well, that's been kind of like what I've been you know I've been watching. Uh, a couple people play through it and and picking up incendiary rounds and and customizing their ship and and dropped in on a couple streams uh smashley had a really good one where she was building a the second ship not the mantis i guess but the second upgraded ship and got to see you know piece together all the parts and then take it into space and then land on a couple places so um i'm starting to like i you know get the idea and like am familiar with Bethesda games and and you know have played lightly some of the other ones but I I know that you know the the 
I guess the density that it comes with the conversation trees and decision-making and, and, you know, stuff that people, NPCs that you talk to remember certain things and um, you know, so I don't know. I think I'm, regardless of, of, you know, how much I dislike looter shooters or any of those things, I'm still going to probably push through to at least play halfway. Then I'll quit. Yeah. You can quit. <laughs> Dude, this is what, this is what I told Brett, because it, if it seems like it might, it might not be his style of game, there's a very easy difficulty just for the fun of it. Why don't you just crank it down to very easy play through the main campaign? Like it's a linear game. I said, at the very least you could do that and see if you enjoy it. And oh, he yeah. might, I would totally he might end up doing that. Um, I've been going nuts. Um, the game is absolutely awesome. Wait, did you, first off, did you, did you want to say anything about apex? <laughs> nah, same old, same old grind, same old grind. So yeah, what I'm playing Starfield. I've put in, 28 hours i think in the span of like three days so i've been addicted extremely addicted um i i I played for 12 hours straight like essentially like basically for um i think it was saturday was that yesterday no it's the day before yesterday so it's i think it's been four days um but yeah this game the 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 visuals really impressed me like the character models a, a lot of them are ugly which is like all the game is getting attention for on on the on the internet but like not enough people are talking about how breathtaking some of these planets are like absolutely jaw-droppingly gorgeous like i can't even believe that it's a video game sometimes and the story stuff's really good like th- there definitely is a bethesda quality to it when it comes to the start of the game you're a guy mining rocks and suddenly you're a big part of this company called constellation like out of nowhere and no one questions it no one like asks you like what's your background you choose your background and stuff but like no one it doesn't matter it just puts you in the shoes of someone who's really important and you have to go do an important thing so in that way it's kind of just like you gotta ignore it you gotta go with the flow and then and then and and one last negative thing about the story stuff is you like yourself something crazy will happen in the story that you'll think is like wild but then like none of the characters around you really like react to that thing and that's probably the only thing that bothers me like they might talk to you about it like later on as if we already had a conversation about it before but we didn't like hey that thing that happened that was pretty crazy wasn't it it's like (laughs) it's like yeah you could have said that like after like right after it happened but you did like (laughs) 12 hours later when you randomly wanted to talk to me on um in the ship but aside from that i'm like the writing is like quality the side quest i did like i stumbled upon a side quest that is probably in my top three side quests in any game ever at the moment i can't even think of a better side quest than than what was in this game and it's totally missable it's totally awesome the whole concept could be like an episode of like star trek or something like it was so neat and I just really like how this game introduces like okay that's actually that's not actually what I want to say. I like how you can try to find the lore and when you actually look for it it actually pays off. Like you're actually fed information that's actually entertaining and and valuable and useful. If you didn't want to do any of that, you don't have to, which is I feel totally wrong. Like there's a lot of outlets, a lot of podcasts, a lot of youtuber saying mainline this game like it's it's more fun when you mainline it and then i'm like what like i tried mainlining this game because i heard it was the definitive way to play but when you do that you're constantly 
being stopped by things like or like seeing something that's interesting that you just want to go do and then you end up doing it and you're like well i'm glad i did that why are people telling me not to do this like what some of the best parts of this game like i killed someone at a space uh, station found a note on him that like i mentioned like this this outpost i ended up going to the outpost i killed a bunch of people there there was this whole side story i got a new ship out out of it like that's what happens in this game like when you actually play it naturally and you're not like mainlining it i feel like that's that's a horrible horrible thing like you can do a like a few hours i'd I'd recommend like the first four hours of the game for sure play through the main story get your groove like it's going to teach you a lot of stuff but then after that just do whatever you want do side quests you're going to stumble upon a lot of stuff the game very much feels like you're the most important person in the world like everyone relies on you in the galaxy yeah and it's silly in that way but it also means that you're con it constantly feels like like a carnival ride basically or like a carnival like there's always a new ride every time you get off of one and it's so in that way it's just constantly entertaining and then you end up creating these own things in your head that's like okay i could i could go to the go do this main mission but I'm also able to go to earth and I kind of want to explore earth a little bit because earth is just a dust ball, but I heard that you can find some old remnants there. So I want to see what's on earth, Mm. obviously. So I go there, check Mm. out the moon, find the moon landing or something. You never know what you're going to stumble upon. And that's how these planets are. I don't understand also why everyone is saying the exploration sucks. This is like the best form of exploration. And also one huge (laughs) controversy on the internet is that you can't go everywhere on a planet and it's just not true. You can go anywhere on a planet. You just, if you, if you walk constantly, you will hit a wall, but you have, so you have to get in your ship, land closer to where you wanted to walk. And then you'll be able to walk there. That's all. Mm. Like, that's all it is. There's still like uh, the full planet is still explorable. Why anyone would want to do that? Because these, these planets are basically the size of real worlds. (laughs) Like they're, they're, they're ginormous. Like who would want to do that? Nobody. So it it doesn't even make sense to do that. But that sounds so, so odd, though, that people recommend not mainlining a game like that, or well, they recommend, recommend yeah, recommend mainlining. I don't like. I just feel like like why like why would you mainline Tears of the Kingdom or Breath of the Wild? Like you would miss out on the 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 fucking the whole meat of the game. Yeah, yeah. The the core of the game is to go find shit, explore shit, do shit. Yeah, and and the more you do side stuff, the more you start to feel like like even if there's act like no actual story stuff happening between you and like your companions and whatnot, the fact that you're doing stuff together, you sort of build up this. Okay, I'm gonna bring Sarah with me. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring a Joe with me. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. They start to feel like they actually matter. So if you were to just mainline it, and like someone dies, who the fuck cares at that point? You you barely knew them. The game's only yeah. like twenty hours long. Like what? It, like nothing would feel impactful if you just mainline the entire game. It's not that long of a game, apparently. It's it's it's, it's only like twenty two hours, I think, on how long to beat. So, which is weird because does how long to beat, like, take into account the side stuff that you're naturally going to do and then beat the game, or does it, or does it literally only mean if you're mainlining it? That's that's what I don't understand about the site. But didn't we talk I'm, about that before? That like john or someone said like if like they read something on how long to beat they usually add like three or four hours to it yeah and brad who said that it's yeah it's down now it's down to 17 hours guys if i beat this game in fucking 17 hours it would be terrible it would be the worst game of the year how is this game 17 hours i'm 28 hours into it i'm like not even halfway through the game and i'm enjoying it i'm loving it who is beating this game in 17 hours like what 17 weird nerds 
<laughs> that is weird. Like that is actually weird. I don't know if it's people like going in there and like putting like one and then it, like messes up the average or something and they have to fix it. But 17 <laughs> hours sounds extremely short for a Bethesda game. Like that is insane. Yeah. So don't yeah. don't mainline it. Um if you're, if you're not like a speed runner. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that literally sounds like a speed run for this game. Like honestly, <laughs> but uh, yeah. but yeah, I'm. What's cool is well, I think we might have talked about this the uh, marketing stuff for Starfield. They did not let the cat out of the bag. There's a lot of surprises that you did that like no one knew about that's in the game. A huge component is like in relation to the combat, which is more public now. I, I won't say it on the podcast, but. The combat is cooler video. than people. Yeah, if you saw that, then the combat's cooler than people think. Like, there's more to it, and there's a lot of variety. And I've Was heard from a lot of thing. What do you mean? Oh, then I don't, probably but not. Third, that. third versus first person. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, like, I I literally didn't know until a tweet I saw maybe 20 minutes ago that third person combat's a thing in this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I it followed is. Starfield's development very closely. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So that's, that's actually one thing to highlight. Bethesda finally made a good third person game. Everybody let's give them a round of applause. It actually <laughs> plays good. If you, if, if you didn't know Skyrim fallout three, they are even though fallout four, they had terrible third person animations that were so bad that you didn't even want to be in that perspective. It was like <laughs> the same running animation, no matter what, same exact everything, same jump. So stiff. And like when you're walking on like a bumpy road, it'll just be like like bobbing up and down and looking terrible. Like the legs wouldn't account for anything. So it would just look like a robot. It just looked terrible. But this game, yeah. it actually looks and feels like a normal third person game. It doesn't nece- it doesn't necessarily feel like Gears of War or like even like Uncharted or something. It still is also a first person game. So it wouldn't make full sense if you could like uh, do like turn based, uh, not turn based, uh, cover based like shooting and stuff you like you have to manually crouch and all that stuff so it doesn't feel like your traditional third person game but it honestly reminds me of mass effect like two and three like that's how, that's how it feels to me and like the camera in the second third person view or like in the closer third person view it, it's like exactly like mass effect like you know how in mass effect when you're running around a level he's always like got his gun pointing forward and like the camera's turning with every single turn that's yeah. um that's basically exactly how it is in starfield so major uh mass effect vibes in general in this whole game like feels like mass effect it, re- it reminds me in many ways of andromeda because you're exploring planets your your companions are with you, you like you do side so quests that involve you're them. saying it's a brand new experience because nobody played andromeda exactly it's a brand new experience <laughs> andromeda's great all right I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get the hate it's great <laughs> the story might not have been that great but the combat was really good the explore anyway starfield is uh <laughs> It might end up being my game of the year, guys. Like honestly, it's so good. Yeah, I think you, I think you sold me on it like a long time ago. Like when you first, like a couple days when you into it when you first started playing, and then I, you know, saw other people play, and then I'm like, this just, even though I, I haven't played many Bethesda games, like this just, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm gonna be able to reap the benefits on my PC, then switch over to console, play, and lay in bed. Yeah, this just sounds amazing to me. Mm. I've been obsessed with this game. Like I move my TV to the kitchen every time my son plays outside so I can play and watch him at the same time. I, I even like will shut off my Xbox on my TV, lay down in bed and then be like, "Eh, just like 30 more minutes. And I'll boot it back up on my phone and continue (laughs) playing or like on the G cloud. And I I just like, I'm playing it as much as I possibly can. I literally brought it downstairs so I could play it while you guys are talking. 
because I'm, I'm looking the for the screenshot arch. she shared are fucking gorgeous man that dude it's yeah. gorgeous I'm I'm looking for the St. Louis Arch because it was in the marketing and I'm trying to find it. I keep I keep landing like where Missouri would be and I, I'm looking for it and I can't find it. But um <laughs> but yeah, it's super good. Um the main story is really good. A lot of the the side stuff you stumble upon is really good. Is it always amazing all the time? No, like you're gonna be in the menus, you're gonna be tinkering with stuff. It's still an RPG at the at the end of the day. Like you're gonna be messing with a lot of things. You're gonna be choosing your skill trees and your perks and all that stuff. But the highs are really high and it never really has really low lows in my opinion. Like it's always consistently fun and or, and or entertaining. So yeah, I highly recommend Starfield and I'm sure there's a lot more I'll have to say about it next week after I like play more and beat more. I'm still technically only like three or four days in. So yeah, <laughs> I'm probably, it'll, it'll be beaten by next week for sure. But Oh God, I've been addicted. It's a, it's an addicting game. It's I can't surprise you haven't been it already. I could have definitely, if, if it's only 17 hours, like what? <laughs> yeah. At 17 hours, I was probably like still doing uh, like the beginning missions. I don't like know. Like collecting I, garbage or something. Yeah. Some like side I, quest. <laughs> I just started doing like more main missions. And then the game entices you to do these other main ish missions because you get actual cool things from them. So it's like, did everyone just skip those? Like what? Like, how are people playing video games? Like, who beat this in 17 hours? What is going on? Kids anyway, these days. Yeah. This has been Spot Dodge, a Nintendo podcast where we talk all about Starfield. Thanks so much if you <laughs> made it this far. Really means a lot. And I guess that's it. You guys have any closing thoughts? Any closing words? Sorry I ranted so long at the end. Stay sweet, y'all. Stay sweet. I figured I'd just use our time up completely, you know, because Starfield. Starfield, that's all you had to say. Can't (laughs) wait to contribute to this conversation next week. Next week, more Starfield. We'll talk to you guys next time. Love you, bye. Bye. All right, that was pretty good. Yeah, good show. Yeah. When is it's it gonna, gonna cut, cut off, off soon. Yeah. When? Uh, I I think we probably still have like twenty seconds. So. Oh well. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for that. Appreciate for that. Parting, that. <laughs> parting yawn, stretch yawn. I don't know what it was. It was just kind of an exclamation. Yeah. <laughs>